Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Hello, welcome to another podcast of things that we found in newspapers and we dealt with appropriately. If you track me down on social media, at Mr. Stephen Allen, or, and maybe this is more important, um, our entertainment news correspondent who's been back doing a lot, Larry, is at Larry Entz on Twitter, or whatever it's called these days. Um, that might be a thing that you could do. Meanwhile, we did a radio show, turned it into a podcast, and it came out like this. There will be some Christmas news on the show today. And that's kind of okay, because if you don't do it now, when can you do it? Um, Something about prisons? I don't remember that. Beetroot's in the news. That's more the kind of stuff I talk about, isn't it? We'll definitely cover fruits. Has anyone asked you for a sample recently? The We'll talk about that if they have. And there's a list of stuff. Well, someone... In one newspaper talks about things you don't want to hear at Christmas. I've made a list of five that are way better. Anyway, we'll explain more as the show plows on. In all of the Christmas news that the papers are filled with, this one rose to the surface for me. Why don't you come to see us anymore? Has been voted the most uncomfortable question to ask at the Christmas dinner party. Oh, it's awkward, isn't it? But also, it's one of those questions where you, your instinct would be to, well, I do visit, I'm here, aren't I? And then that gets into a whole thing. And spending time with loved ones can be the highlight of the festive season, it says. But for some Brits, Brits, getting the whole family around the table is a recipe for disaster. 81% of us say that they will be telling white lies to end uncomfortable conversations. Oh, I don't really like talking about Brexit, that kind of thing. Oh, should we not talk about politics at Christmas, that one? Um, questions around weight are amongst the most taboo, 82% said. Oh, you've gained weight. Oh, dear. Which is not what you want to hear, especially when you're about to tuck into a Christmas dinner. When, if anything, one of the end goals is to gain weight. Um, Another subject that Brits are dreading is uh, talking about their relationships, especially weddings and babies. I've not reached that age yet where I want to start putting pressure on people to have kids, but I imagine it will hit me. Uh, Smoking, housing are also subjects not to talk about. Um, Why don't you buy a house? It's because I can't afford it. You have too many lattes, all those things. I don't know. That's an interesting survey. However, what I thought I'd do is make a list of worse things in terms of what you don't want to hear about at Christmas. And we'll get into those on the way for us next. We were talking about the things you don't want to hear over Christmas. Uh, Listen to the podcast if you missed the original ones. But what I thought, I thought I'd make a list of worse things than questions like, oh, have you thought about buying a house? Yeah, that's annoying. Have you thought about not smoking? Get them off my case. But these are the, I'm going to call them the top five sentences you do not want to hear over Christmas. Number five on my list of sentences you do not want to hear around Christmas. That's it. Just another hundred weight of turkey left to eat. You don't want to hear that around Christmas, do you? Number four on my list of things you don't want to hear over Christmas. Have you heard of Mrs. Brown's Boys? We could start from episode one. Number three on my list of things you don't want to hear over Christmas. I should warn you, I bought the wrong mints for those pies, but protein's good for you. You don't want those mince pies. It's not their fault, it's the the naming system, isn't it? Um, Number two, we're counting down. Number two on the list of things you don't want to hear over Christmas. You wanted to go carol singing. Oh, I just asked Carol from accounts to do some singing. You don't want to hear that over Christmas. No offence, Carol, but you know what I mean. And number one on my list of things you do not want to hear over Christmas... I know you wanted some of that coffee that they passed through a cat, but this year I thought I'd make my own gifts. Those would be the list of things you do not want to hear over Christmas. 
Just wanted to keep you up to date with my experimenting in caffeine and stuff. Hopefully you've noticed that the podcast is doing more these days, isn't it? We've got the uh, Larry Entertainment news. There's been the pretend album we released. There's been various sketches and songs and whatever. And obviously some of that includes me singing. And for that, I apologize. But for the rest of it, I wanted to point out why I'm just kind of managing to get more done on the way into Christmas. You know me? I love the caffeine. I'm not going to diss caffeine. I'm a big fan, but you don't want to just rely on it. And I think maybe that's what I was doing. My little laddie turns uh, two at the start of next year. So it's been a tiring old year. I think maybe I lent too much on the caffeine. Still using it, but I've managed to find a way of using it more wisely. I like to work smart, not work hard. Well, I don't like either, but I like if I have to work. That I like to not work hard is the take-home message. Um, so I wanted to tell you about something. It's an energy shot that doesn't just shoot you full of caffeine. It does, it does an interesting thing. There's a different texture to the caffeine, if caffeine can have a texture. Part of that is because it comes from you get your, your matcha as a source of uh, caffeine. Plus also it seems to interact with the caffeine in a way that gives you more awakeness rather than a burst of awakeness. And that's a lot better for how I have to try and plan my day. And I've been able to keep the creativity going. And it's this magic mind. What is it? How does it work? Very good questions. Um, you've got your source of caffeine. You've got your way that it changes how you interact with caffeine. There's loads of other things in there as well. One of the ingredients um, can help to level out your blood sugar. Maybe that's more like Because when I have a, when I have my caffeine, I have a biscuit. Maybe all of this turns out to be blood sugar related. I don't know. We'll do some tests. There's also Bacopa Mineri. I mentioned that one because it's a nootropic and it says that it um, increases your ability to focus and process information. Your attention span improves. Life gets so much easier when you can actually pay attention to the thing you're doing. That's one of the things I've noticed. There are ingredients in there that reduce stress, which is handy for us all these days. And I wanted to share this with you. I know how busy we can all be. Caffeine is our little friend, but you want to use it in the right way. So get more done without feeling like it's a slog. Here's what you can do. If you're listening in America, from January, Magic Mind is in all Sprouts farmers markets across the country. For the rest of the world, there's the internet, and I've sorted something out for you. So if you fancy trying Magic Mind, go to www.magicmind.com forward slash Stephen Allen. There's a discount code, Stephen Allen. Bear that in mind, because if you act quick, you can get 56% off your first subscription. You can use that to get a 20% off a one-off purchase anyway, regardless of when you've just downloaded this as a, as a podcast. You might be listening in the future. You're thinking, thanks, former Steve, for sorting out future you. No problem at all. Uh, the web address, magicmind.com forward slash Stephen Allen. I'll put a link in the pod uh, podcast description as well. In old disease news, do we often talk about this? I don't know. Um, two, there's a couple of tabloids are talking about Victorian diseases. Or sorry, one's a Victorian disease. TB is back. Well done for people think. Don't know why we need to protect ourselves from diseases. And then we'd almost eradicated TB, but now it's back. Um, but this one's quite fun. A medieval disease is uh, seeing a return. Syphilis. Um, a disease known to uh, cause hair loss. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a worry for some of us. Uh, also impacts your brain. And, uh, you know, don't Google it if you don't know what it is. But apparently it's seeing an increase, which is... Both bad and good news, isn't it? Good good for getting out there, but bad for... Come on. The good thing is, remember the other week when I was telling you about how I donated blood? A few... Afterwards, you get sent details. I now know my blood type, but they also tell you which tests you've passed. And I don't have any of the hepatitis that they test for, 
but I also got tested for syphilis and I don't have it. So does that make you feel better about the show? It's a mental image you didn't need. Is certainly one way of doing it. What was I going to say? Oh, I know. Um, we like to keep you up to date with various types of news. And one of them, which is definitely a type of news, is entertainment news. To find out more about what's been happening in the world of people who are famous and things, we're joined by my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what have you got for us this time? Victoria Beckham says that her husband, David, has never seen her real eyebrows. He isn't allowed near that jar. What? Never mind. What's she on about? She says that after nearly 25 years, he's never seen her eyebrows that haven't been filled in with an eyebrow pencil. Oh, so mysterious. I mean, if he really cared, he could just take an eraser. It's not a normal pencil, Stevie. There's nothing normal about this story. But isn't it interesting that a couple can be together so long and never see the real version of their partner? Do you think my other half has seen the real version of my personality? Figures. Yeah. Uh, Listen, thanks for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. Prisoners are in the news. Prisoners are learning the art of banter. Is that... Is that what people need to learn in prison? It feels like if you go in there, learn a trade, come out, sort your life out, start a job. Nice. You go in prison and you learn banter? What, so you can get a job and lose it again when HR find out about all the banter? But apparently it's building site banter. At HMP Cardiff, construction courses teach the difference between banter and name-calling. Ah, I see, yeah, yeah. Because I tell you what, if you've had a life that meant that you turned to crime, you got caught, you went through the court system, and you got sent down. I tell you, name-calling, that'll be the thing that really gets to you, won't it? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that will ruin Christmas, for, not Christmas ruined in total, but ruin your current vibe. It's this new story. We like to keep you up to date with what AI is doing. Just to recap the story, just over a year ago, AI kind of gets released into the public. They say it will ruin exams. They say it will end mankind. They say, oh, they'll start making songs instead. Then they say it's going to cause nuclear war. Then actors went on strike. And then apparently they're good at doing puzzles. And my solution is just buy a copy of Take a Break magazine for AI. Done it. Next one. AI has now been designed that can predict when you'll die. Why would you want to let it work that out? Why get AI fixated on what makes humans perish? Because what if it starts to feel bad about getting it wrong? If it guesses like you've probably got about 10 years left. 10 years tick by and it thinks, do you know what, I remember about 10 years ago. I did promise some human that they'd uh, cark it around it. Maybe we'd better do all of that Skynet stuff. It's... I say this every time. It's like the people in charge of AI have never watched a sci-fi film ever. AI people, can you take some time over Christmas to watch The Terminator? Thanks. Cheers. Love, Steve. I know we talk about aliens a lot. This is kind of space, which is a bit different, is it? I don't know. Astronaut Tim Peake revealed that he was quite the prankster on the International Space Station. Great. He said... um, Well, he's tricked his mates into thinking the International Space Station could go up in flames. 51-year-old Peak said he pranked his US colleagues, uh, Tim and Scott, someone or other, by adding a strap into an incendiary device which said, pull to ignite. How is that? Look, I mean, I'm not really into pranks anyway, but one level, cling film over the toilet, that's annoying, but saying, oh, look, this incendiary device has got a thing that you pull and it blows up a space station. It's the last thing you need in space. I've never been to space, but I imagine some absolute jape 
who's going to accidentally leave the air dock, uh, air door, airlock doors open. Oh, my like. That is not the kind of person you want. And I do talk about aliens. I worry, and we're not going to go into a full alien thing now, but if the first people aliens meet are the people on the International Space Station, that makes sense. But if the first time they reach out a hand of friendship and do a handshake and get a, like, buzzer, because Tim Peake thinks he's funny. You know what I mean? There's vegetable news. I like vegetables, you know. I've eaten them. Um, Trendy beetroot juice supplements benefit people with serious lung conditions, apparently. That's the last thing you need, isn't it? What you really want is a, a cure, a treatment that's not trendy. Therefore, the people of Hackney and those kind of areas aren't paying 15 quid a pot and it keeps the price low. But sadly, that's not what you're dealing with. Apparently, it reduces blood pressure. I could do with some of that. And uh, improved walking ability. Beetroot. There is something magical about beetroot. I often try and take it for health reasons. And then I forget that I've taken it. And then, without going into too much detail, the next day, I nip to the toilet and think, I'm dying, and I call the doctors. And it means that I'm regularly in touch with the doctors, which probably is the reason why it's good for my health. Is it? I don't know. Last little news story to keep us up to date. More than 800,000 more people in England are being offered at-home samples. They don't offer you the sample. You provide the sample. That's the last thing you need, isn't it? Imagine, well, it depends. Samples of ice cream, that's one thing. But the samples of the stuff I'm talking about... um, you don't want that. In fact, if I were walking around Asda and someone offered me a, a small spoon and a sample of the other, I'd say no. So I'm glad we cleared that up. Uh, NHS England say the current screenings for over 60s is opening to over 54s. 54 or above, they're going to say, just, I want you to be aware that this is going to happen. They'll send you the little box thing and you just take a sample, send it back, do it, honestly. Yeah, we've never gone into great details about it, but about nine years ago now, seven years, something like that, had a little mini health scare. I had to go and get some of these checks myself. Turns out absolutely, you know, absolutely golden, but uh, not golden. I think that was the Midas poo. That's a different condition. No, um, I got myself all checked and it's good to, good to know that your innards are working out all right. So I would heartily recommend it, but I just wanted you to know that's what's going to happen. Because if someone sends you a letter through the post saying, why don't you just, you know, into this parcel? You'd think it was some sort of do-it-yourself dirty protest. And uh, no one wants that. There we go, then. Podcast done. Thank you very much for having a listen to some of the stuff we found in the news. We had some tech problems during recording today. Hopefully it never shows up. And, or oh, you shouldn't notice, unless I mention it at the end of the podcast. Uh, other than that, subscribe to wherever you found the podcast. Get yourself social mediaing me, at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost Daily.